This is a Conspiracy Kyle production. I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Disclaimer. Through this discussion of conspiracy theories, I make no claim that these theories are 100% fact or can be proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. I encourage you all to do your own research and determine for yourself what you believe. Also, I make no claim that the creatives behind Star Wars intended the scenes and events in question to mirror the conspiracies I've referenced. Again, I will leave it up to you to determine whether or not you believe they intended a deeper meaning into these stories told. Let's begin. Episode 2, The Rule of Two. The major difference between the Jedi and the Sith, besides the basic concept of good versus evil, is the rule of two that is followed by the Sith. The rule of two is as follows. There are only ever two Sith operating at a given time, a master and an apprentice. For the Jedi, there are many masters, apprentices, and and child Padawan learners at any given time. The rule of two means much more than just the number of active participants. It implies a future betrayal. Basically, the master knows at some point the apprentice will achieve a high level mastery of the dark side and kill the master. This is a necessary means to gain even greater dark powers due to the violence, greed, and anger involved in the act itself. A prime example of this is the story of Darth Plagueis as told by Chancellor Palpatine. In Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, Palpatine relays to Anakin Skywalker the story of how Plagueis had achieved the means to immortality. In the story, Plagueis' pupil learns all he knows and murders him in his sleep. If you read between the lines into actor Ian McDiarmid's chilling performance, it can be interpreted that Palpatine himself was the pupil who learned the ways to cheat death and learned even more dark arts mastery by murdering his master. The concept of murdering or allowing the death of someone close to you to unlock greater potential is not unique to the Star Wars universe. It is believed by many that this similar sacrificial practice is still employed by Illuminati and other secret society members to this day. There are many examples of this and I would encourage you to look into celebrities that have lost people close to them. More times than not, you will see that the celebrity achieved great success when someone they knew close to them passed away. 
In many cases, this sacrifice seems to come right before the celebrity gains great success, fortune, and fame. Such as Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga had a counterpart named Lena Morgana when she was on her way up in the music world. Lena died and Gaga arose. Some say Gaga even aped some of Lena's physical appearance and musical stylings. Another example is rapper XXXTentacion. His close friend Billie Eilish was only a mediocre singer until he died under mysterious circumstances. After he died, she quickly rose to the top of the world music charts. compare the rule of two to these Illuminati sacrifices. In both instances, great success is achieved after the death of a close friend, relative, etc. In both cases, dark arts, dark magic, dark forces, what have you, they're all present to move this individual to a higher level of success or fame. In both cases also, it can be assumed that the individual achieving the great power has sold their soul for what they wanted to gain and are now cursed with an unending burden where there is no turning back, ever. To these individuals with great power comes eternal slavery to the people, gods, and forces that granted you the power. So, what do you think? Please reach out to us at a conspiracy in the force at conspiracy in the force at gmail.com. Thank you.